Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. I am Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you Tuesday night, 9 o'clock as always. And for those of you that are watching on YouTube or Facebook right now, for those of you that are with, with this one podcast form, you don't know what's happening yet, but all you see is me because normally I say, with me as always is my big brother rich but rich isn't with us with me right now because he had some things going on this evening he had a meeting he's just getting home from it he will be on the show later i know that is who you all tune in for so don't worry he will be here eventually but i'm not going to do this by myself either i'm not it's still going to be maybe i shouldn't even call it the sco bro show this week maybe i should just call it the sco show because we're going to have for you SCO 2.0. We're going SCO the next generation. We've got sitting in for his dad until he's ready to go. We've got Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing tonight? Uh, Doing great. Now, for those of you that haven't met Kyle before, he's done some things in passing in some of our shows, and he's usually in the live chat. But now you'll get to hear his snark in person and by voice rather than just b- via his keyboard. So, uncle and nephew, this is great. We get to we, we get to do part of a show together here. Um and I think the live chat's going to enjoy this. So, let's talk some Steelers. We've got some things going on before we get down to the whole business of everything. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in just a minute. Um it's, it's been a big week. I have to say it. Because it's my first podcast since I've been able to do it. What am I wearing tonight, Kyle? Uh, I I can't tell. 
You can't tell what I'm wearing oh, again the with my hat? the juju hat, of course. I've got the juju hat. I get to keep the juju hat for at least another season. Kyle, what did you think of that? Did you think the Steelers were going to land juju? I wasn't expecting it, but I wasn't surprised by it. Okay, so... Juju, Juju has the loyalty that Mr. Third and Fifth didn't. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, granted, Juju's salary ran out and he comes back and the other one, you know, he they, because he didn't get to be the highest paid receiver yeah. two years into his contract because that's the way it works. That, that just got upset happen. by that. Yeah, so, you know, not only is Juju not the kind of guy that bails out midway on a contract, he turns down bigger offers. He doesn't go to the crazy yep. rat birds. We're, we've talked about this on other podcasts. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Um. How about overall? What's you, your dad tells me you've been following the free agency stuff. He says that he yeah, that, that you keep him up to date as much as anything. Yeah. What What's your overall thoughts? What's What's the biggest thing you've noticed or the biggest disappointment? What What? Give me some thoughts on the Steelers free agency uh. so far. Uh, I mean, it's free agency. Anything can happen and anything is happening. Okay. So, um, nothing, I mean, you, you were, you weren't completely shocked, but you thought, you know, you weren't, yeah. you didn't expect Juju to sign, but yet you weren't completely surprised the way it went down. So now, is there anything that's more surprising? Go ahead. Uh, more surprising. I do not know. Yeah. What about today? Now this one uh, wasn't it. Cam Sutton was it? Cam Sutton? No, it was today. Was was Steven Nelson? Um, that that the news came down just before the whole Juju contract on Friday. That uh, he that the, he was he got permission to look for a trade. Um, then there was a report that the Steelers could possibly release him. He asked for his release over social media, and it happened today. So now the Steelers are down two of their top four corners from last year. Um, what do you think? Big deal? Yeah, I that if we don't got to try to get someone else in free agency, if not, I could see us taking a corner if there's a good one, mm -hmm. five or six rounds in. Five or six rounds in. How about uh, how about the guys on the depth chart now? Um, You've got Justin Lane, who was, you know, a, a, a third round pick, but he seemed to kind of fall out of favor towards the end of last year because he looked like he got passed on the depth chart by the undrafted rookie free agent James Pierre. Do you, do you think? Do you think this is the Steelers that they felt confidence in in these guys that they're really confident, or do you think it's just, hey, that was the business that we got to roll with that we couldn't? I mean. Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson were two of the top four salary cap hits for the Steelers before they released Nelson. You know, they were number two and number four. So do you think it's just the, the nature of doing business or do you think they really think that they have a replacement or. Uh, they get paid to do it. I, <laughs> I have trust that they know what they're doing okay. more than me. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. I I don't mind that answer one bit. It's you just kind of trust the Steelers. Hey, well, let's. I don't want to get too far behind on our super chats. We got a. We got twenty dollars. I mean, Kyle, your very first super chat. 
that you get, you get 20 bucks from, from, from double HH that said, gentlemen, and I use that term loosely. Thanks for keeping us all both entertained and informed. I'm too busy to spend my money because of work. So enjoy some for me. Hey, well, we appreciate Yay. that. This goes money. to the entire, to the entire, uh, the, but they didn't hashtag, hashtag pay Kyle. Yeah. So, uh, we didn't have that one there, but, uh, it just you know it 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 goes towards the entire channel for various things that we do. So we really appreciate that double HH. And we've got dingo dollars now. I got to find bloke it. I, bucks. I, I, I what's that? Bloke bucks. Bloke bucks. Bloke bucks. I still like the dingo. I don't know that one just came up with that. He said, um, "Good day, Kyle, mate. Welcome to BTSE. Who is your favorite player, and, and, and why is it Palomalo?" <laughs> Favorite player. <laughs> Who's your favorite player, and why is it Palomalo? I that's I'm, first of I'm, all. I'm, ever since I can remember, you know, as young as I can remember, I had a Palomalo jersey in my dresser. Mm -hmm. That's the first jer jerseys I remember owning, and I think I had one up until second grade, and then I got Mister. But naked get robbed twice, and <laughs> and Mister Third and Fifth that I never got to wear except for you know when I slapped clown on the black on the back <laughs> instead of brown. Uh, or are you one, so, you're one of the many who got that for Chase Christmas? Claypool? Yeah, I hope so. you guys don't enjoy Claypool because it seems like every time Kyle gets a yep. jersey recently, you could almost say goodbye. But um, I debated Tom Brady, so you know. Do you know whatever happened to all of those Palomalo jerseys you had growing up? Nope. I do. They're at my house. Oh, yeah. They're at your house. <laughs> yeah. My sons are wearing them now after you outgrow them. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So, we we have the Palomalo jerseys as well. But, to Kyle, you need to talk about some business here, don't you? Oh, yeah. I got to talk business. Okay. Some mad business. <laughs> so, got to start with the story of this business. That is half as good as the business itself All right. so i lived in williamsburg virginia for 11 years my dad worked at william and mary yeah tomlin went there nothing to do with this business <laughs> so william and mary they host a football camp every year because they're cool and are big enough to do that and they would of course have nfl players come and stay at the hotel just across the street from the stadium. And eventually that hotel wasn't doing the best, I guess. And the college bought it. Mm -hmm. And my dad had it for a year and then decided it would be better for us to live on that res on in that building other rather than another one that was farther away so that it would be easier for him. Well, they kept one of the maintenance guys who was a big Steelers fan and uh, kept track of Steelers players that went to the camps. Well, then, okay. how long was it we were living there for a, uh -oh. a year? And then he was just like, yeah, Paul Amalu and Roethlisberger stayed in the suite that you guys are currently living in. And so that makes it so I can say the statement, I have done business in the same place Ben Roethlisberger and Troy Palomalu have done it. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I've stayed in that apartment. <laughs> not many people can say that with the degree of accuracy I can. 
Yeah, so you're the the suite that turned into your guys' apartment because it was a hotel converted into yep. a residence hall, housed not at the same time, I assume, but not at the same time. But both Troy not. Palomalu and Ben Roethlisberger. So there you go. That's that's very interesting that they uh, they would come down and and do that because yeah yeah I, I was oh, going to say where you guys lived was literally right across from the football field, at William and Mary. Yeah, and the facilities guy. Yeah, he. When uh, Chuck Knoll would come and stay there, he would uh, have breakfast with him. Oh, wow. Which was cool. And the same guy that gave me that, that. I'm that, trying to figure that out. That picture. The picture the behind picture. Your, yep. your left shoulder, correct? Yep. Yes. So excellent. There you go. So you got this. So, so wow. Sharing, you know. Yeah. Hmm. That's a that that that's an interesting story. So I'm glad that you got to uh, tell us about your business there, Kyle. Oh, so, and uh, I didn't realize I could say that until like two months ago. No, oh. <laughs> I was uh, going to say you should be telling this story to more didn't people. Click that that was the case for a while. So, mm-hmm. so well, speaking of business, what kind of business are you expecting from the Steelers? This is something that I'm going to be talking. Um, to your to your dad about when he gets on here a little bit later. Um, it's the title of our show, so I figure I wanted to get your thoughts now before we then you know let your dad come in and copy all your good ideas. And that okay. is, there's a there's there's a good bit of time. I mean, I got to remember what's the date today. So we've got just over uh, a month. Twenty third, the twenty third, yeah, and the and and the draft is the 29th. So we're less than, you know. I, not last said just over a month away from the NFL draft. We're in week two of free agency. The Steelers have made some moves. Has uh, have other things going on, and people talk about draft needs and what the Steelers need. But I don't think they're done now. I do want to. I, I do want to premise this before we go into it. Um, I, I, I kind of uh, had some disheartening news to one deputy editor, Michael Beck, this evening because. He was asking about salary cap and things like that. And the Steelers, you know, they saved $8.25 million with the release of Steven Nelson. The only problem is they now don't have Steven Nelson. But with that extra money, I have it estimated. I got an update coming out tomorrow on the website. Steelers are right around. I have them estimated at just under $9.5 million in, in cap space. But the problem is it's not like they have all that money right now. I've been saying for a while that the Steelers don't have to save all the money that they need in the fall at this exact moment. Like if they need that extra money come September, they can make other, other moves as time goes on, but you only have so many moves you can make. And one of those moves is, you know, you can extend some players and you can restructure some contracts. And I had to inform Michael that, yeah, all the other moves that they have that they can do isn't going to be quite enough to, to to make sure that they have the cushion they need for the salary cap. This Steven Nelson move, which I think they were going, they were trying to extend him and they were way off on the value of Nelson to their team for future years. And therefore that's why things fell apart the way they did. And they knew they couldn't go forward with this cap number they have right now. So sorry, I'm set, taking a lot of this to set it up. Bottom line is, just because the Steelers have this extra, this quote-unquote extra money from Steven Nelson right now doesn't mean that they have it all to spend right now. It's going to need to be some of that money that they get to the fall with. 
So it's not like we're saying, oh, they can go out and spend and they need to add this, that, and the other. There are things they still can and will need to do. They're just not going to go crazy. What do you, is there anything in particular you think the Steelers are going to do? Um, like maybe a certain position that they're going to sign that you think they'll take care of between now and the draft? I just took five minutes see, to ask that question. <laughs> yeah. I could see them making a move on an offensive lineman. Okay. Uh, do you, do you see a, the possibility of maybe um, if it's, they can get the price down a reunion with someone like an Alejandro Villanueva, or do you think they might be looking that they might bring in another outside guy? Uh, I could definitely see them bringing back Villanueva if they get the right price. At the right price, it seems like it, it always is. I know what you mean. Um, simply because that, I mean, I know some people are really down on Villanueva, and as but as a pass blocker, he he's done a nice job. The question is, I don't know who else is out there that would cost yeah. less and play better. That's the big me thing. neither. Yeah, so I'm okay if they don't. Because, you know, he's getting up there, and I could see if they move on. But I'm okay if if they find that, you know, the last thing we need to do is have to go into, you know, and have to make sure we have a, a high draft pick on a tackle to bring back to bring back someone like Al or, or do another high – not high, but another signing. They did bring in another swing tackle. I don't know. Do you remember – did you watch – your dad didn't watch the Super Bowl. Did you watch no. the Super Bowl? No. You didn't watch it either? No. So you didn't see the offensive lineman drop the touchdown in the second quarter? No. Well, that offensive lineman is now a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, that is great. that is Joe Haig, who the Steelers signed um, on Saturday. So the Steelers have a little bit more depth to tackle. But chief or a buck? What's that? Was he a chief or a buck? He was a buck. Okay. Yes. He was the one that they signed from the Bucks. So I could see, you know... So that was one kind of signing that they do. I could see them maybe doing another. Um, how about on defense? I think they might do anything there. Anything, you know, maybe bring back a particular player. I thought maybe they would bring back someone like Ola Denier, but he signed with Tennessee. Um, or any specific position you think that they might need to, do you think they could possibly address? Uh, maybe get more depth at linebacker. More depth at long inside, outside, or both? Both. Both. Okay, I could see that. I don't know. It, it's funny because inside linebacker, I tell people don't fall in love with, with people in the draft because next thing you know, they're going to be playing for someone else. But it's if there's one player in this draft that I'm doing all I can to not fall in love with, it is Zaven Collins. Is it Jeff, Jeff Hartman was – or no, it wasn't Jeff Hartman. It was Brian Anthony Davis last night on The Hangover was trying to figure out if it was Zavin or Zavin. Um, I'm going to say Zavin until someone tells me I'm wrong. Um, and that if the Steelers were going – I mean, I could see them at if they were going to go big at inside linebacker, you might as well go big. I think inside linebacker is one of those positions that it – because they have Spillane and because they have Marcus Allen and because yeah. they have UG3, which they have the bodies, but that doesn't mean those are guys that have to make the team. Then you have the 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 player that they just signed from the Lions who some list him as a linebacker, some list him, list him as a safety. 
Jeffrey Benedict and I have a Steelers Vertex coming out about him tomorrow. So make sure you check that out at BehindTheSilkCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And um, I I look at it inside linebacker almost like I do running back. And that is, I think that's an either-or. Because I think if you sign a free agent, then you don't even bother going there in the draft. Oh, no. So I think we'll have a better idea of maybe what the Steelers are thinking about adding in the draft based on who they do or don't add between now and then. Do you, you think that's a fair oh, assessment? Oh, yeah, because really it's just one guy. We get one guy at inside linebacker. We're good. Yeah. So – if 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 you see the Steelers do that in free agency, then chances are you're not going to see in the draft. And believe it or not, as many people that really want the Steelers to go running back, and I'm I'm warming up to that. I'm I I'm fine with the Steelers doing something to improve the running game, although it needs to happen in both the the running backs and the offensive line. Um, I'm okay with them doing whatever they think is going to work best. And I think it really is going to come down to how much they're going to be doing running game-wise with Matt Canada and his system and whatnot. I'm not falling in love with any one running back. And frankly, I would like it better if they could get their running back not in the first round. But we'll see. Um, but I think if they sign, if they were to sign a, a, another running back, that then I think that I think that takes it off the off the the list for draft needs. Would you agree with that? Yeah, because we st- who else do we still have at running back? Uh, McFarland, Ray McFarland? Ray. Well, no, Ray, Ray Ray's wide receiver. Remember, he's oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. You're I you were looking remember. at something else. Um, McFarland, um, Benny Snell. Yep, Jalen Samuels. So you already have. I mean, the Steelers keeping more than three running backs was actually kind of a big deal. So they have they already have three guys that were on the fifty three man roster last year. Well. Liar. I'm a liar. They have four because Trey Edmonds was on the 53 man roster for a while last year and they have him back. So it's not like they have to have more bodies at running back, but I do understand that they want that they would want to up, upgrade their quality. Yeah. And if we draft a running back, at least one of those guys are gone. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, especially when you throw Trey Edmonds into the mix, that, uh, that there's no way you could keep five and Derek no. and things like that. So, um, so another position that you listed on defense, I know we kind of got back to the, to, to, to the run back was you said outside linebacker. Yeah. The Steelers don't really have anybody there. I mean, right now they have TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. Got to have another body yeah. there. <laughs> so I don't know about you. I think they're going to have to add. I think they're going to add a couple a couple in free agency. You know, let alone if they want to invest in the draft. Um, they need an – I heard someone say this. I can't remember who it was. Was it? I can't remember if it was Jeff or Brian or someone. They need an Alex Highsmith to Alex Highsmith. They need someone that was Highsmith last year. To, to be that guy that's going to be the someone that that, that rotates in. Um, and then, of course, outside linebacker is a great position to, to use those guys that are your depth pieces for special teams. So I could see them adding that. What, I mean, do you think – what about – you mentioned corner and you said about maybe drafting that in the draft. Do you think this – 
I mean, is that another one of those either or positions now yeah. with with um with the moves this year? I mean, they've lost two, but they were basically carrying an extra corner last year for most of the most of the season. Because I mean, right now they only have four, so you could go with five. I know they've done. Generally, the Steelers go um, ten defensive backs on the fifty-three man roster. Whether it's five corners and five safeties, or six corners and four safeties, and and stuff like that. So, um, you mentioned draft. Do you, I mean, do you, so you think they're, you know, that could be where they could maybe find someone. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't know that they're going to spend a lot of money, but that's oh, just no. kind of how they're going. So I don't want to force you into having to talk too much about this stuff. What other Steelers stuff you want to talk? Okay, no, we've got to tell this. Okay, Kyle. When it, we didn't get to go to any games last year in in 2020 because of the pandemic, but uh, tell me about the games you went to in 2019. Which which games were they again? 2019, I only went to one, and that was the Seattle game. That was the Seattle game. Okay, what about 2018? Don't make me cry. <laughs> I went to the Jacksonville game, but we shouldn't have even been playing Jacksonville. Okay. Um, Do you remember why? Um, uh, Do you oh, remember wait. why? You're talking to the year 2018 for the 2017 season. So yeah. um, shouldn't have been playing Jacksonville because you could say Jesse it. James caught that ball. Because Jesse James caught that ball. Yeah. Because that means we would have had the tiebreaker over New England and yeah. would have been playing. I don't even know. I don't even care. Yeah. But it should have been New England and Jacksonville in that round. We still should have won that game. That but, was no uh, excuses. But I'm trying to also, so I'm trying to remember during the 2018 season which game you went to. I can't recall, but I know in 2017. I've only been to three. Okay. You were at the Jacksonville game. The other one was. I want to say it was the 2015-20, the season that uh, Cam Newton decided he was going to play football uh-huh. and proceed to go 15-1 and one and lose to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that was a well, preseason game. When oh, that's right. Yeah, Carolina. you were, the, you were I, I remember yeah, that. Cause, yeah, because you were sitting we, in my seat. Yep, because that w- we still hadn't started mm-hmm. school and – you were trying to get rid of them, so That's family it. trip to Pittsburgh. Yeah, and you got you guys. You guys made the most of that. You guys went to Kennywood too that weekend, didn't yep, you? Yep, went to Kennywood. Uh, the day after the game. Yeah, because that was the that was the Thursday night preseason game, and uh, right. Yep. Yeah, because it was because it was always week four with Carolina, but uh, yeah, your dad's has to be really selective now with taking you to games because yeah. Uh, it's the Kyle curse. No, it's the children curse. Oh, it's the children curse. Because well, my sister went to the Buffalo game. Well, that's yes. Well, I was there with her. We, myself, Brian, Anthony Davis, Big Brosco, and and your sister. And wasn't Alex. Tony there hanging we out met, before no, the game? We met Tony before the game. Yeah. I. It's funny. We were so focused on meeting Tony. I was basically. Five constantly five minutes behind Maddie P, who was in from Australia, who before he joined the platform or anything, but wanted to meet up with us. And he was messaging me on Twitter. And it always seemed like we were always five minutes apart from wherever we were going to be. And I didn't actually get to catch up with him. But yes, your sister was at that game. And you guys, you guys are a little bit cursed. So we we've got to break this in 2021. We've got to get back to this. But stadium. my mother, my mother is not cursed. I was gonna say she's undefeated, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what game so, she went to, but it's all about the children. 
There you go. Well, the well, bottom line is the Steelers have never lost a game where your father and I have sat together during the game. But when we go to games where we were both there, we travel together and we don't sit together, it's been the exact opposite effect. So, <laughs> so but Kyle, we're we're just a few minutes away from taking our break, which means you're probably going to swap in here because your dad is, I think he's getting close to ready to go. But uh, I want to give you a couple minutes. Anything else you want to say, Steeler? Why? I mean, you're basically get to jump in as as the fan. Phil, you know, like we say, SCO 2.0. You're the next generation. You were filling in for your dad tonight as he was coming in late from a meeting, and wanted to know any anything else you want to say? Uh, uh, no, no, not really. <laughs> I already said Jesse James caught that Jesse ball. Jesse James so. caught that ball. We got the story uh, that you lived where. Both Ben yep. Roethlisberger and Troy Polamalu have stayed, and um, you've, you're sporting the Claypool jersey, which is which yep. is, you know what that that was a good choice. That that was a good choice. So you yeah, I you know I made that decision after the Philadelphia game. After the Philadelphia game, yeah. Um, which, by the way, who did you watch that game with in on TV? My dad. And you. That's the game I was at your house for. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we Yeah, because I was sitting I was sitting on the other end of the couch because you were I took your spot, didn't I? <laughs> well, no, it's really Alex's spot, but that's where I like to watch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that was a that, that was a that was an interesting one. So, but Kyle, thank you so much for filling in for your dad. Um, so, and that you had a chance to come in here. So now, now people, when they, when they hear about, we got to pay Kyle and things like that, they know what we're talking about Kyle. I'm sure which game was it that we did the, 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 that we did the knee jerk article together because uh, Tennessee, me. that was a Tennessee game that we were working on. That, that, that was, was a, a fun, fun game. That was a fun game to do. Yes. So, so we are, we are trading up, um, Kyle in the way he should go. He is a big time Steelers fan. Uh, sometimes he has to drop knowledge on his dad, which is really good, and uh, and and we don't mind that at all. That uh, that, that that's what you get to do, and uh, of course, the live chats are going to be excited. They, they, you know, you got to jump back in there in the second half of the show because you know they're they're, they're ready for some more. Kyle. Hold up, okay. someone asked this: uh, Is Claypool a diva? Uh, if Antonio Brown was still on the team, I feel like he could be. Yeah, but no. I just it takes a special type of person to play wide receiver in the NFL. Not that it takes it, but it seems like it they're a different breed. You know, kind of like, you know, you gotta be you almost gotta be a little bit crazy to be an offensive yeah. lineman. You know, it, it it's just a different mentality. And it's just kind of how, you know, you gotta be a little bit um uh eccentric anymore to, to be that wide receiver. So um there's one more thing I would like to say. Jeff, if you're mad at Dave for bringing on bringing me on this show, you can just you know get on him to pay me, and that'll be great. <laughs> uh, yes, because uh, I I didn't tell anyone else at BTSC that Kyle was coming on with you tonight. We just roll with it. So uh, it, it it was a lot of fun. And from your aunt, oh says, yeah, hey. good job, Kyle. So Thank if you. you are with us here, oh money on 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 YouTube um, or Facebook. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. We will 
We'll be taking just a, a few seconds break here to roll into the second part of the show. If you're listening to us in audio, you can go ahead and click over in part two. I know some people get upset because of how long the pause is. I'm talking to Brian Anthony Davis to try to get these numbers down. But uh, we will be back very shortly. And uh, once again, Kyle, thanks for joining us. And we'll no see problem. everyone else here in just a few seconds. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.